1: Ahoy
2: there. Ahoy, oh. Martin. Ahoy. Oh there is Craig. There is Craig. Where is Craig? Um, there. I'm, I'm right here. Oh. I'm, I'm a submariner today, Martin. <laughs> I'm in a little one man submarine. Can you see me? You've come- Oh there you are. Little a yes. little if a dirigible is a thing that flies, what's a, a submergible? That's what you are. A submergible. Yes. A submersible? I don't know. Or is that a type of vacuum cleaner I think, isn't it? Oh, yes, no, here I yes. am. Look, look, I'm waving. There's a little light on in my little in my cabin here. Can you see? It
1: genuinely looks um, like you're drowning actually. Usually usually you can uh, the two are quite uh, distinguishable, but uh, actually on this occasion
2: very definitely drowning but you think you're waving. Anyway, there we go. Lovely. There we go. Oh, you must be in some sort welcome. of deep sea diving outfit. To be able to see me, of course. Should we come up of to the course. surface? Let's come. Let's I'll bring you gl- 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 up to the surface with my mechanical there. arm. There we go. Oh, up to the surface. Oh, look at there! We are bobbing around on go. the surface. Look at that beautiful sunshine. Look at that. Oh,
1: let me give you a hand a, a short. There we are. Thank oh, you so
2: much. Good. Arr, arr, oh, quick, quick, Ooh. close the um, water inlet there. Um, Martin, how are you? How's your week? Like- well, bless you, very well. Yes, can't, must
1: not grumble, as they like to say. Um, all is, uh, all is good. What, uh, what's been
2: amusing you? What's been, what's been keeping you a buzz? Well, I'm rather excited. I've come up with a new career plan. Things have gone a bit quiet in the world of, um, uh, sandwich description, as you know. Yes. Usually, I, yes. um, I, I tout my wares on the open market, um, describing sandwiches. Um I had a I can't tell you the name but I did have a very very exciting job in Belgium which unfortunately due to uh well you know due to the current uh, circumstances due yes. to current circumstances um it's sort of uh, you can't really put a sandwich on ice can you but you can put a sandwich description on ice which is what happened of course yeah. what happened with me anyway i had to sort of um had to really wrap my brains really for how I'm going to own a crust um anyway I've come up with a nice. brilliant nice. brilliant what idea what's, what's it going to be I'm going to be an influencer. Dear God. I am going to be an influencer. But I'm going to start. yeah. You, you are an influencer. I'm of sure. course I am. Of course, that's what we do here. We influence. We're the softest of soft power. But what I'm going to do is now I'm going to actually influence for profit. I haven't quite decided what products I'm going to do yet, but I'm going to start an Instagram account. Yes. Um, because that seems to be all the rage. Yes. And I'm going to have a little profile on there. And I'm going to promote people's products shamelessly. This is the wonderful thing about Instagram. You don't have to make any secret about the fact you're just flogging shit. So I'm going to pretend yes. to use these products in the course of my daily life and just flog them like I was in, I don't know, a sort of um, East but End market.
1: How do, how do you uh, get to the stage? How many people have to follow you before, you, before this, this becomes an earner?
2: Ten thousand. You have to have ten thousand
1: followers But then you, you have can... to hang out. You have to go to things like sort of the fire festival and go, hey, here I am up with my with my homies on a on a on a plane. Yeah, we're flying to whoa, um Ayanapa, Hey, I'm eating this
2: sandwich made by a brand I can't name. Hey. Yeah, oh. but you have to monetize every single act, every everything you do during the day. You have to think of a way of sort of you know, crowbarring some sort of product into it. So. Isn't that going to turn your life
1: into unending tedium? Well,
2: yes, but I'm going to earn a few
1: quid on the side. I mean, house d- is the important... Where does the, where does the money actually come from? You have 10,000 people following you, and you, does someone mysterious come round and knock on your door and go, we have noticed? We have noticed, Mr. Children. that You have... A, quite, that's almost too mysterious, isn't it? We, you, you have... Now got eleven thousand four hundred and seventy two followers. What accent is that? I don't know. I wasn't but like someone who quite fancies himself as a magician. You know people who are magician. Magician, yes, no, no often, close up magic. They, yes, They talk sometimes in that sort of eyes. Or perhaps um suggestive Hypnotherapists, maybe. Anyway, there they are. Those are children. We have no sairs. Mysterious. Ooh, that you they're probably just based in a nebworth or somewhere. You you yeah. have got eleven thousand What do they say? I'm going to maybe pulls out an envelope of money, licks his thumb, and just peels off some and gives you gives it to you and says, There, talk a bit more about perhaps if you could talk more about Justetna photocopiers. That would be a, that would be a good thing. There's more where this he licks his thumb again. This
2: came from Mr Children. Then he disappears. And I would say, as, as he left, yeah, I, I've got a line. There's a line I won't cross, and that's photocopiers. All I right. would say, I, I will do interdental brushes. The space in the middle of my table arrangements, that, that is for hire. You do that. I okay. ain't. I Don't ain't. Photocopies. I ain't going to take your dollar for no photocopier, no, man. No, just that's, what I, that's what I would do say. Do you remember Just
1: Stepner? I don't think they exist anymore, but they were... Uh, I've, now, I've now taken on some of the vocal qualities of the mysterious <laughs> fellow. I'm just interested to know how it works, though. I mean, presumably some corporation gets on to it. Well, and we'll, we'll find out, won't we? Fun, I mean, I don't
2: know. Oh, yes. I honestly How don't many know. followers have you got currently? 27. Um... So, so obviously, I need to do, you know, I need to do a little bit of work. But what, I, what I'm going to do is I can put some in, enticing Hang content. On. I'm going to make five some... of them, are relations of mine. Yes, yes, most of them are your relatives. But I'm going to put some enticing content up there. Yes. Um, and uh, once I've got the content, and I, I then have the the following who I'm influencing, I think the money will surely follow. Will, I think it's it, it will follow. It's it's the it's the modern day equivalent of being of being sort of famous. Famous, yeah. The modern day equivalent <laughs> I wasn't of being famous. Going to say that. <laughs> that's yes, it's exciting. So, what will
1: you do? What you have to come up with something. What are you going to do? Are you going to fly to places and and visit happening events and d- d- interview yourself standing in
2: front of I don't know, new David Hockneys or something like that? I, th- I think that's very much what I'm going to do. I thought I think um, uh, what I can see a lot of influencers do is they go on a holiday they go on a lot of holidays
0: they do. i thought i'd be go quite good at i
2: thought i'd be quite good at that i've gone a lot of holidays yes. and i, w- I would um, i wouldn't do the sort of selfie thing that's a bit that's a bit nasty quite now. quite a lot of the influencers i've seen on instagram
1: are i'm going to say this a female craig yeah and usually yeah. in their sort of 20s and and quite bubbly and um f- full of full of verve and joie de vivre Verve and Vive. What's going to be your USP? Having neither a. This sounds very
2: sexist, but cleavage. Without cleavage, I think I've got some quite tight knitwear. Uh, I was thinking possibly tank tops. Yes. Maybe some felt. A large brimmed felt hat, a bit like a sort of Jimi (gasps) Hendrix hat. Quentin Crisp, yes. I'm pretty much describing how Jimi Hendrix. Used to dress, aren't I? But, but basically, crisp, I'm going to be very, very stylish. I can be very stylish, but in a quirky way. Would you be interested in. I've been reading all about Clubhouse. Have you heard about this? This is the new. I'm definitely I mean... going to join Clubhouse. Yeah, I think that's probably. <laughs> well, actually, that would be a better place. Clubhouse is fascinating, isn't it? This is the. You're, yes. I know what you're talking about. This is the new social this is the media site, isn't it? Where you have to be
1: invited. Is that right? For now. I mean, <laughs> you know, for now. They'll take all. Companies. Can I stick my neck out? I mean, this, I'm not, it's not really. This is a bit like one of those people who say when someone's pregnant, they say, Oh, I'm very good at this. It's, it's, it's going to be a boy. It's going to be a boy. And they think, Well, you know, it's 50 50, frankly. You know, you might as well yeah. hedge your bets. Might Why not? Crack. But people who sort of, yeah, oh, I get it wrong some of the time. Yes, precisely half the time. That's, that's how often you get it wrong. You don't, you don't have special powers. It's a red or black call, basically, isn't it? Yes. Anyway. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. I'm going to be that person. I'm going to say, this thing will go massively tits up. It's not going to happen. It's going to be shit. It's going to be appalling. Yeah. Because, it's a, I mean, it's basically lots of discussion chambers where people go in and they actually speak. It's an audio thing, isn't it? Is it audio?
2: Oh, I it's see. It's audio. So it's not even like you, you type. You actually speak. Oh, co- combining sort of podcast and social media. I, like I suppose it. it is. I mean, talking to
1: people.: I can see. Yeah. I mean, it could be quite a useful platform for comedy, but then we've already got that. We've got podcasts and things like that, you know, which are slightly more formalized. I mean, there is an interesting a hierarchy might suggest itself in the way that Twitter doesn't so much in that I think eloquence and intellect might be more apparent on this platform. And uh, people of the of the more troll type might be uh, disadvantaged somewhat. I think I
2: can see them being shut out of certain rooms. But it's funny, isn't it? The closer social media gets to actually being like the real world, yes, the less like social media it will be. I mean, it at becomes, some point, yes. we'll all have sort of virtual avatars of ourselves, right? They'll just be like. The normal world, even with sort of bits of litter running around and sort of rubbish service and things like that, and we'll all be just be sitting in a pub again. That's where that's where it's ultimately going to end up. Is we're all just going to be in a sitting in a virtual pub in our sort of virtual, you know, mesh suits. people
1: People will decide who they wish to sit with in their in their virtual pub, which will make it really remarkably like the the, the 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 real world. That was actually the thing about Twitter at the beginning. I was said it's marvelously democratic, of course. Um, and then the thing that's made it so terribly shit is that it's marvelously democratic, so democratic that you can't, you know, on the face of it, you can't
2: choose who you who you read and who you don't read. Do you know what I mean? All yes, even that. Well, the algorithm chooses for you, doesn't it? It chooses yes. who you see and. And don't see. You think you've
1: got a Wembley full of people going, yeah, go on. But then, if you actually suddenly saw them, you think, oh dear, am I?
2: Might,
1: I might switch that off. Actually, I think.
2: And also, as soon, as soon as these platforms become successful, they effectively become publishers, and then have to all those kind of. And then, are you? It's it's like you own a pub, so you're the landlord of a pub, but you're responsible for everything in the pub that people say. <laughs> That's I mean, it, it is yes, unworkable exactly. at scale, isn't it? It's unworkable it at scale. It is. I mean, there'll be there'll be all the things you you usually get in pubs. You know, there'll be people soliciting, there'll yes. be fights. So there'll shortly
1: be... before kicking out time, trying to sell you naughty videos. Or roses, a single rose, roses for the lady, rose for the lady. Or, like in the northeast, people come round selling selling fish. Hey, fish, any more for any more now? Any more for
2: any more? I've got cockles, I've got wilks. I've got prawns, potted up. <laughs> Shrimps, potted are loose. Yes, yeah, sort of implausibly dressed as a fishmonger as well was always yes. the outfit as yes. well, wasn't it? I always yes. found that intriguing. Oh, and underneath, underneath all the whelks and cockles. Paul. Yeah, because I always used to think you've probably got changed into that fishmonger's outfit in the bogs, which always seemed a little bit unhygienic. Oh, the whelks were good, though, always. I know, I know, because I would always. often sit in the pub chatting to my friends and thinking, hang on, shut up, everyone. Has anybody got a whelk? Um... Or a crab stick, because I am starving. Oh, I'd love a crab stick.
1: <laughs> Did you see that really, frankly, bizarre, and I think it'll feature in my nightmares for some years to come? The deep fake Tom Cruise. Video. Did you see that thing? I did see that. Well, that now we move it. We're sort of moving,
2: doing a, it. It's almost like a social media episode, isn't it? So now we're moving well, on it to is TikTok a little bit. I mean, aren't I mean we? yes. Yes, TikTok. I mean, yes. There were three posts, three deep fake posts on, on TikTok. One of Tom Cruise doing the, the magic trick, right? Doing a magic trick and then doing the. I mean, if I were Tom Cruise, I'd be very upset by how weird that made me look. He did this thing where he suddenly went. <laughs> He does a horrible laugh. It's just—it's just extraordinary. There's a there's a couple of things that make it really. I mean, they talk about uncanny valley, don't they? In in uh, when you when you try and mimic the human face, and there's something uncanny about it. Is that maybe why it struck me as so weird? It's it's just it's like Tom Cruise, but not quite. Yes,
1: there was something. It was a bit like Max Headroom, slightly, wasn't it? There was touch of the Headroom's going on there, just
2: a little bit. Just a little bit yes. a little bit you know a little in bit odd sort of... and
1: a bit weird, and you think don't don't laugh like that, don't know, no, stop that that weird sort of haha ha, it just it's like he's about to pull out a branding iron
2: and brand me to death or something it's also the choice of material, I think that's what makes it slightly uncanny, so there are two others as well that they they put yeah. up on there, one where he's taking it he takes a golf swing, yes. Which which you think? Yeah, which hmm. seems like a very Tom Cruise thing to do. Shows show someone his sort of I suppose perfect yes. golf golf swing. Yes, and then there's yes. one, another one which I was really quite impressed by. In in terms of presumably these things are scripted. Was this an anecdote about meeting Mikhail Gorbachev?
1: <laughs> Did you see that one? No, I didn't see that. I saw the golf <laughs> one. I saw the magic trick. We kept saying the real thing. Oh, it's the real thing. That was. Downright spooky. Well, there's
2: another one where he he comes into the room, sort of falls over, and then sort of to cover for his embarrassment, tells an anecdote about Mikhail Gorbachev, um, which I thought really was really was rather creative. But if 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 the whole th- if if it proves anything, it's to impersonate Tom Cruise. You really have to act a special kind of batshit. Yes, yes, um, that's true. Do do you think it's Everyone's sort of saying that all oh, this deep, vague thing is is very worrying, because, you know, um, soon they're going to have things like having people like Lord Frost say crazy things about Brexit to suddenly try and tank the. Oh yes you know the Northern Irish Protocol. Yes. I, I can't quite see it myself. Do, <laughs> I do I don't interested. see this being the the existential threat to world peace. That everyone
1: well, I mean, there have always been impressionists, happened. haven't there? There've have always been people, you know. They just happen now to be able to do it on camera, so it looks. But what I want to know is, do they do it through electronic manipulation, or is it? Do they get an impersonator, or you know, is it? They is have, it that They do sort both.
2: Yes, you have an impersonator, yes. and then you also you have an algorithm that crunches an immense amount of data just to analyze lots of footage of, of say, Tom Cruise. They do so have a Tom yes. Cruise impersonator. And then you spend a lot of time going through it frame by frame, trying to, you know, match yes, it all iron up. Out um, all the bits and with bobs, not an yes. enormous amount of success. I have to say, i still they don't really look real to me. There's something slightly odd about them, even with Tom Cruise. Yes, I think that's
1: I think that's absolutely right. I mean, there is also another fingerprint that uh is very hard to very hard to emulate, I think. Not just it's not just about the look uh and the the sound, it's also about the content. It's got to feel like it's coming from that person, you know. And I think that that will probably end up becoming the thing that Lord Frost, for example, can say, Well that's obviously not me. Look at me. I don't I'd even like strawberry movies. <laughs>
2: Try and backtrack now to uh, Tell me, cast our minds back to when a few seconds ago we were talking about Clubhouse because there was oh, yeah. there was a very interesting story connected with Clubhouse this week, and it was to do with MC Hammer. Did you uh, did you see that oh, particular, yes, gem? The MC,
1: I don't know quite where this has come to come. I'm just have to check, it's not April the 1st, MC Hammer has become the champion of Dan Hicks. Yes, which is
2: how we get to Clubhouse, because they met
1: on Clubhouse, right? Or Is that how it happened?
2: I think so, yeah.
1: MC Hammer has pounced on the, there's an Oxford professor called Dan Hicks. He he's the he's the boss man of of possibly my favorite museum in the world, the Pit Rivers Museum. Pit Rivers Museum? Yes, exactly. It's a great museum. It's full of extraordinary... it's got shrunken heads in it, Greg. Not shrunken anymore, heads. it hasn't.
2: Cuz oh, I think I think they've funny. removed I think that's oh. one of the things they've they have removed well, yes what well, he was talking well, about
1: there goes the fun he was talking about, I think um he's saying that all museums should be returning all the stuff that has been plundered through the history it's got to be returned to the countries that it that it came from i I have I, controversially, I take the view that history from about last Wednesday back was pretty awful. <laughs> It was pretty terrible. It was a, it was a, it was a ruthless and horrific time. I mean, it was a time we don't even, we can't even begin to understand how horrific history was. What a ghastly species we come from. Humans been forever sort of clawing at each other and climbing up on the back of other humans, and there, you know, we, we, it's all a story of con, conquest and grand theft on a on a on a horrific continental scale. But it is, it is across the board, and I. I think it becomes it becomes a very complicated business if you're going to start handing things back because to whom do you hand things back apart from anything else?
2: I think the further back you go, you know, I mean, we, we're we obviously not expecting, um, you know, we're not necessarily expecting the Romans to return the artefacts of ancient Rome. But I think in the case of the sacking of Benin City now in, in Nigeria, I think there is, I think it is a little bit more, I think that's a little bit more of a law... I don't.
1: Won't. I wouldn't argue with that. I know. I'm not going to argue with that at all, Craig. I'm.
2: I'm not going to. I, no. I think what's really fascinating about this is if you are the curator of a museum. So, for example, this is Turkey's voting for Christmas, isn't it? So, so um, Mr. Um, Dan Hicks, Mr. Hicks, yes, is presumably asking for his own <laughs> his own exhibits to be returned <laughs> to.
1: They're, they're rightful. There is an argument, I mean, so that some have made, that if you uh, strip away all these tiny little spores of the culture that we've, th- we've absolutely brazenly stolen, I mean, stolen absolutely shame- yeah. shamefacedly, shamelessly, what are you then left with? what? Well, I think we all be worried about about the 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 terrible purity of uh, and how dull that would be if 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 all these other things were away uh, you know people talk about the Khmer rouge you know uh, and how they how they paired back their culture just to the purest the purest wellspring where you you want to pare away all the impurity i think it it ends up becoming slightly suspect in a way i
2: don't know i don't know it's don't very very complicated i don't think you can pretend yes. to take it. On anything other than a sort of case case by case basis you know and and the British Museum have stood fairly firm haven't they in saying um I think it's actually legislated that they can't that they can't isn't it legislated that you can't sort of return yeah that you can't sort of return artifacts um I think the British Museum bending over backwards in the case of Benin City so to sort of now establishing a dig trying to um have been one of the investors into a new museum in Benin City. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, and and, and organising a dig so they can have something to put in it because because they're not going to give them back the Benin bronzes. <laughs> I mean, it it is all. It does feel terribly compromised, doesn't it, Martin? Does it feel compromised? I tell you what, they should do is they need to break it
1: down. Whoa, whoa, break it down, because of course, actually, MC Hammer, he is all over Dan Hicks. He says this man is is great. Listen to him, hear him, break it down. Don't hurt him, please, Hammer. Or, or quite literally, you can't touch this. Well, yes, that was yeah. the one that was staring me right in the face. But
2: um, I didn't touch it. <laughs> Martin, anything else on your... Um, on your... Uh splatted splattered itself against your cultural windshield? Well, I mean, not
1: really. I mean, I notice that I see that uh, BBC Three is going to be returning to, rather than being an on-demand service platform, it will now be uh, back to linear scheduling. And I notice, uh, I, was, I was just reading that some they're, they're trying to talk about a, a new demographic of the 13- to 16-year-old demographic where they're going to commission... Things specifically for thirteen to sixteen year olds. I think this might go the same way as uh, Clubhouse. I, I, I think I don't see that. I don't see that as a demographic that's going to enjoy being
2: <laughs> preached to. I, well, it's to to see It's a sort of victim of its own success, isn't it? BBC Three because it's had these, all these huge hits ever since it sort of um, ever, ever since it's went out online only. Um, it's had these these. Absolutely, socking great hits. You know things like Fleabag. And yes, it's been so phenomenally successful, and now they've got to take it, take it back to being a sort of regular. TV station, it's it's all so confusing. The media, isn't it? I mean, we just have to admit that nobody's got a clue. You know, everyone talks about. You know, oh, we're all going to move everything online. Everything's going to go online, and then, and you know, and radio's dead. And then suddenly, podcasting really takes off, which is basically just radio, isn't it? Just lots That's of right. it's just people, people ranting on. Yeah, absolutely. people ranting on, on as they go along, literally as they go along.
1: But I mean, you know, the thing is, the minute anything becomes important the committee steps in and starts policing what goes on the platform and the minute anyone does that it stops being public interest broadcasting and becomes a sort of stops leading it starts following you know the minute there's a there's a there's a platform like i don't know UK UK TV or Dave or, or or I dare say to start with the Netflix and Amazon platforms there was something wonderfully off limits there and people could just do or say what they wished whereas the BBC, the, the the main BBC terrestrial channels are are really very tightly policed, and you know huge committees of people are, are commissioning things, and the the process is so so wary, so wary. Back in the olden days when television was run by people, it was just
2: a total mess. They made brilliant television. That's very that's very interesting television. point you make actually. Yeah, maybe the success of BBC Three has been because sort of the pressure was off. Suddenly, oh, completely. It's like yes. nobody, nobody was watching, no one's paying any attention now, it had gone sort of online. So they are able to make good stuff again. So then it became popular again. So hopefully they could just make some, yeah, really buy the numbers shows now and it can become unpopular again so it can go back online so they can make some really great stuff so it can become popular again. So then they have to move it back to being a TV show. Exactly. <laughs> Here's one. Here's just one final one. Um, yes. Did you see Vladimir Nabokov? Oh, yes. He's produced oh, the Man of poem. tomorrow's oh, lament. They found the poem. They found the yes. Superman poem that's been lost for the last 80 years. It's a, it's a wonderful
1: story, this. I think he wrote it in the early 40s, 1942, I think. Hmm. And it's a poem about superman's despair of his love for lois lane and i think a very a real concern i think he had um about their wedding night and how it would go. And he, I think he thought, you know, he worried that uh, for marriage would be murder on my part and earthquake wrecking on the night of nights, given that in the throes of passion his uh, his superhuman strength would, would almost certainly be the, be, be the end of
2: Lois Lane. If he turned into Superman, that's the thing. It would have to be some sort of crisis, wouldn't there, for Clark Kent to to turn into Superman on his... Well, I could think of a crisis, yes. I
1: mean, you know, the, the crisis would be very much at hand, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, Lois Lane, nice way to go, probably. But really, that's a terrible thing to say. Sorry, I don't mean that. In the, but, you know, in the throes of passion is what I mean.
2: You can't say that, You can't say that these days. It's, it is no, verboten it's... to imagine a sort of cartoon character like Superman having a one-sided relationship. Um, oh, only, only if it was two sided. Only if it was two sided. Yes, I might back out of that one just before I. Before he was, I can he see was that rather. One. He was rather fond of the one-sided relationship, wasn't he, Nabokov? At least creatively and imaginatively. Yes, I mean, um, I'm now. I'm now
1: desperately worried about it. I feel I've sailed very close to the wind across this episode, saying things Daisy's going to be absolutely furious with me because it is, of course, uh, International Women's Day coming up.
2: Yes, yes, of course it is. Yes. Yeah. Oh, um, yes. How does Daisy celebrate? International women's day Well how does, that, how does that
1: work? It's just' a little bit like it's like it's a birthday really We, we have uh, breakfast in bed I, I make pancakes. And uh, uh we bring them up. We have we have those, and we uh we stroll about. Daisy likes to wear a she, 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 she likes to get into a sort of uh, sort of Vita Sackville West sort of uh, Bloomsbury frame of mind. Likes to wear a big wide-brimmed hat. In fact, not not unlike you with your with your Instagram account, and uh, and possibly even a little little flimsy flimsy scarf. And she she strides about the estate, and uh, I take photographs of her sitting. Uh, Demurely at on tree stamps and things like that, and then she she posts them on her Instagram. That's that's, oh. that's it. Yes. How many someone... followers
2: has she got? Has she got over ten? Oh, she got over ten so, oh,
1: thousand. Right. I think she's I think she's got about two and a half million actually. Daisy.
2: What? Yeah. Yeah. Two and a half oh, she, million.
1: Well, you know, she's been doing it for a very very long time. You know, and she 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 posts little little uh, inspiring messages um, for, for for people
2: and fellow travelers and you know oh, hang she, on just she, let me get my phone I'm just going to try and follow her. One second one second. Do you think she'd accept yes. me as a if I made a um a comment if I liked a couple of things perhaps she should, could follow me back? Yeah
1: but well, maybe she will. I'm sure I'm sure she would think very very favorably about it. Yes.
2: I mean as yes. you say we are si- sartorially pretty um very you know, very similar. Very 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 hat. very similar perhaps yes. um, you know, so, she might, yes. there might be a bit of cross pollination. Um, Absolutely. Just, right, just let yes. me put this out, just float this to her, Martin. If she's interested in featuring perhaps some tableware photocopiers, I had a very interesting uh, proposition the other day from a, a table Hoover company. It's like a little, um, it looks a bit like um, the top of, you just, it's like if you took the end off a brush, um, you know, a floor brush. Um, yes, and, and it's got a suction. It's got a kind of battery in there. It's got a little suction device. So you just sort of let it. Um, a Bit like the ones you see on the floor. Um, you know, in the innovations catalog. And kind of thing, but, you just put, but you put it on the tabletop. Is what I'm trying to say. She might be interested. That sort of in you know that. Yes, yeah, she might. Yes, be, well, um, if
1: we can. Yes, I mean, it's not. It would be no friend to her diaphanous robes. Of course, that you don't want to get that near the uh, near the little automatic tabletop Hoover. That'll. <laughs> Suddenly she will have ladders down her down the painted silk.
2: It, it's it's a hazard of the profession. Well,
1: absolutely right. Yes, quite, quiet. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, dear Craig, I think look Martin, at Martin, look at the time. Look at the oh, ruddy time. I see your uh, your little submergible is bobbing about again. There it comes. I'm oh, better, I'm, I better hop back in. I'm just uh, hop
2: back in. I was going to re-examine the kelp down there on the, uh, yeah, on, the on the on the kelp. sea floor. Oh, C- careful! Just, I need uh, a, there. right. a little gap there. Right, a little Just give you a helpful push. Thank off. you. Just push it. Thank you so much. There we go. Da there. Da okay. Martin. Da hoy Until D'ohoy. next time. Until next time.
1: Yeah. Oh, so look forward to it already. Come and bang on a bit. You've been listening to Time Ghost. Time Ghost was created by Alexander Armstrong and Ben Miller. It was produced by Andy Goddard and Diggory Waite, and the exec producer was Claire Broughton. Time Ghost is a hat trick podcast. You can now follow Time Ghost on Instagram. Just search at TimeGhostPod.